This is Polykill, where two men, outnumbered by their games and at war with time, undertake the quest of defeating their lengthy backlogs. Please adjust your seat and prepare your ears for the banter of your hosts, Jake and Travis. You like that? <laughs> now, now, yeah, things are new. Things are different. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I was at this 5K. Yeah. And let me tell you a story. Tell me the story. And crowd that mic a little bit, though. You crowd the mic. Let me yeah, get closer. Just, just mic. get in there. Crowd the mic a little bit. Okay. Let me let me just boost you. Boost me a little bit. You know how I am. I get away. You need help. I linger. I need help. Don't say you need help. Where? Okay. Try, uh, try talking Where? again now. Hello. Yeah, it looks good. Okay. Good. Yeah. Better. So it's a it's a um a community churchy 5K. Okay. You give 25 bucks, you're supporting a church. Okay. But you show up at a random park and run and you know, there's it's not like you run have to run with a bible or anything or carrying a cross or anything like that. You just you just run. You just running. It's it's fairly non-religious activity of running. Well, that's good. And um mm-hmm. but I think it made me a Christian. Oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> what was, happened? Well, I was running and uh, there's this start hallucinating. I did not start hallucinating. There's this um you go over this bridge that goes over this creek that I think, it, by our standards, it's it's called a river, mm-hmm. but it's only a river because it's a creek you can't jump across. Gotcha. You know I mean? It's not it's not a one skip board. But you wouldn't want to drop your phone in it, let's say. I gotcha. Or any body of water, really. Sure. Um, and you know how I get bored easy? Yeah. I, I got bored running. <laughs> in the middle okay. of running, I was like thinking about all the other things I could be doing. And so, okay. and so to make it fun, and I'm listening to some big crit. Yeah, and I just start kind of like big banking. I, I, you know, I get I start swishing with it. Okay, I'm just kind of getting put a little flare on the run, a I little like flare it. on the step. I like it, and I'm not really paying attention because there's like nobody around me. The all the fast people are well ahead of me, and all the slow people well behind me, and I'm so just by myself in the middle. You're in the rocking chair, they call it. I, is that what they call it? it I is mean, that 5K lingo? I don't know. No, it, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the rocking chair is like being between two semis on the highway. Oh, I that's see. CB lingo for rocking chair. Wow, I didn't realize that you knew trucker lingo. So I know some. That's interesting. We'll get to that later. So, <laughs> as I'm I'm running, there's the a little bit of a raised part that I don't detect. Okay, and like, I'm holding uh, my phone. By the way, I got my headphones in, listening to Big Crip. Ra- bang, bang, now, bang, by by by, by like raised a couple inches. Okay, okay. Just I didn't know if it was like a, a hill or no, just, just like, a, like a boom, like a almost like a break in the sidewalk where the next one's just a little higher than the other one. Gotcha. Right? And I'm not paying attention. I'm not looking down. I'm big critting. I'm swishing. Yeah. And my toe hits it. Jeez. And I'm holding. I have to hold my phone. I don't like my phone swishing in my pocket because it, right. it keeps beating me in the pecker. Right. So That's I have it painful. in yeah. my hands, and I lose it. Okay. On the bridge, and I see my phone. Oh no! Almost like I flung it out for me, and it it gets to the edge of my headphones where the cord gets taut, and the and the tautness whips it back, and I snap it out of the air with my right Are hand. Are you kidding me? While I'm running, and put my headphones back in it like fucking John Wick reloading his Beretta, and fucking kept running like nothing happened. But it almost went over Jeez. into the fucking water, and nobody was around to fucking see oh. it. And you talk about big critting after oh, that, buddy. You were yeah, you were full on big bank. Keep the devil off, dude. It was it was sweet. Yeah, minus the mild heart attack, I almost had. Sure. Like I totally quit running that race. <laughs> I would have yeah. jumped in there and just drowned myself. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely. But that's that's what happened. That's incredible. Yeah, man. Amazing. Well, this is Polly Kill. Yeah. Welcome everybody. Welcome to episode ninety-five. I am Travis, sitting across from the lovely Jake. Hello, Jake. Hey, Travis. Where the fuck were you today? You send me. Were you on like the Rainbow Five? Rainbow Rambo Five set. Rainbow Five set. I wasn't, but it was a really cool thing. So uh, I guess around six o'clock last night, I was sitting out on the patio at Lefty's, 
locally, uh, kind of like a emergency happy hour with some people. And I just kept setting because it was great. Uh, a few other people kind of straggle in late, and I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here this lovely evening. Get a text from my wife who's like, hey, there's a flamethrower day at this uh, tank museum a couple hours away. Do you want to go? I don't want to make this weird. Go on. But will you trade any wives? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, sh- I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, I should be able to go. I mean, I got some shit to do in the evening, but as long as we're back by like five, it should be fine. So, it's, it's, you know, it's a couple hours away. And uh, so, yeah, we rolled down there with a pal this morning and um, just look at acres and acres and acres of, of tanks and howitzers and machine guns and uniforms and pins and medals and cushions and flags. And I mean, you name it, just military paraphernalia everywhere. And they did have three different uh, flamethrower demonstrations. We went to two. We went to the early one and the uh, early afternoon one. And they had a World War II and Vietnam flamethrower, and both guys would come out there at the same time and just shoot fire and cross streams and like burn shit up. It was it was awesome. That that makes for an awesome day. I mean, it was a great day. It's like pretty cool. We stopped at Biscuitville on the way in, and I got a spicy chicken and honey biscuit with cheese grits. I mean, what a way to kick off the day! And if you can't tell everybody, we're from the south. We're from the south. I we stopped at Biscuitville. <laughs> I went to a Baptist five k. You went to a, bi- <laughs> a Biscuitville and watched flamethrowers yeah. for four hours. I mean, it was seriously a mass and freedom boner just wandering around this hangar. Seriously, yeah, it was great. You call a freedom boomer and i called mine a hanger so that's yep, funny there all you right go. uh well go, guys if you're new to the show we talk a lot about uh freedom boners freedom boners <laughs> um 5ks yeah. all that kind of thing and also the video games are playing video games that we are beating trying to knock off our backlogs mm-hmm. and um we try to make it fun we try all right yeah uh let's get let's just jump right in let's jump in Recent pickups. Actually, you know what? Before we jump in, yeah. let's just say, everybody, before we get to the middle of the show, we'll middle, recap it. But yeah. next week, mm-hmm. next week we're, going the week. To, we're going to be in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. It's going to be great. Technically Limerick, technically Oaks. Yeah. Sometimes Philadelphia, but we'll close be, enough yeah, on the map. We'll wander into the city. We'll get in there. We'll get in there and we might get out. That's my that's I my plan, plan on getting out. Yes. And uh, I'm going to be going. My, my wife and uh, child have decided not to go. Right. Turns out little babies just aren't excited about traveling. We kept asking her. She just sure, wasn't interested. She didn't care. So uh, she's going to hang back, and I'm going to okay. go by myself. So um, No, I'm going. Know, I'll have a little more freedom to, to get down. I'm going with you. I know that. I'm just saying I'll be... I'll <laughs> no, be I know what you're saying. Without family. Right. Without, you know, that old ball and chain. <laughs> and <laughs> we'll just be getting drunk every night. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'll be getting drunk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. And playing with my, my new Adam and Eve gift pack. <laughs> <laughs> by myself <laughs> in my bedroom i can't wait i'm just kidding um, i'm in that bedroom no. now the uh yeah i mean i can't believe it's here it feels like we you know we talked about it i know man at the start of the year and i was like man that's a long way away it felt like a long way away right and, and we've, we we've had some scares we've had some, unfortunately had some people drop our friend diego right. can't make it our friend frankie can't make right. it a few others aren't going to be there but we still get to get there and, and yeah. meet a lot of cool people and you especially get to meet a lot of people that i get to meet get everybody to meet. yeah Pretty much. I mean, literally everybody. Literally all of them will be new yeah. in-person faces for you. So and I tweeted it out, but I'm going to give a verbal warning. Get ready for hugs. Yes. Some people might not like it. They better tell me. Okay. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm one of them. I'm kidding. You can hug me. Okay. So recent pickups <laughs> and on the radar. Uh, I picked up uh, Limited Run, Toe Jam and Earl right. back in the groove. Now, I never yeah. played them when they were in the groove before. Nor, nor did I, sir. Nor um, did I. But I, I did always, get that as well. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was always attracted to Toe Jam and Earl because mm-hmm. it's Toe Jam. Right. How fun How is that? How fun is that? It, you know? I always kind of got this 
you know, Ren and Stimpy vibe from them as well for some reason. That's They're kind of like right in, right there paired up with them in my brain. So it's yeah, exciting. I always got them confused with Earthworm Jim. Hmm. No. No, I, I mean, never just, had that problem, but I was not really confused. I guess, but I guess I thought that they they're were. Associated. Uh, I thought the games would be more similar. Okay, they're not. They're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're <all>. not. <laughs> uh, and and having never played an earthworm, j- or I'm sorry, a toe jam mineral, I wasn't mm-hmm. really sure what to expect. But sure. it's it's a lot of walking around and going up elevators. I found neat. I guess. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Um, what do you got? What'd you get? We got you get anything? Yeah, I got a few things. Uh, I did pick up in the uh, GameFly sale. I think uh, our friend old Mustard Mustard Hobbiton uh, <laughs> tagged me in that. Uh, but Travis strikes back. The uh, oh, we'll strike back, Jake. Yeah, you come at me. I'm whoa. coming right back at you. Whoa, come whoa. on, who wants some? Easy, whoa. easy, easy. Uh, but yeah, the uh, I think it's the it's based on the fucking what, what series is that based on? I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, it's Travis Touchdown, you know, the Suda 51 games, the Killer is Dead game. Have you not named it yet? That seemed like you named it. No, a I mean, Tra- Travis Strikes Back, but there's like a whole other, I don't know, it's that series. I can't think of it. I, there, there's a set of words I'm looking for that I just can't capture in my brain. Okay. Uh, anyway, I got that. That was like 18 bucks, normally 40 And of course, when you buy used from Gamefly, you get the case, you get the unused DLC packs. And, you know, it's all in pristine condition. So, yeah, I grabbed that uh, for the Switch. And I think last time I would meant to allude to it, but I did not. Uh, once I beat um, Rage 2, a couple other things, Anthem, I decided to trade those in because I wasn't playing those anymore. Mm-hmm. And grab just a handful, a smattering of these smaller adventure games. I'll go through them quick just in case I did mention them last time because I don't remember. I don't think you did. But I got The Raven Remastered, which is a... The Raven is like a classic adventure game. And this is like it was on the Game Masters. Pass. I don't know, I'm sorry. Games of Gold a really long time ago, right? Is it, uh, trains? Yeah. You're on a train? You're on a train. It's almost, you know, it's an Agatha Christie-ish yeah. kind of story. Yeah. Uh, I got that, and I got The Invisible Hours for Xbox. I, I've been looking to play that one for a while. Kind of looks like a, a Clue-style whodunit thing. Um, just kind of an adventure game. I got Republic, which was uh, an iOS game, I think, at the start, but made the jump to PS4. Um, all of those were like less than $7 each. And then I got uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare just on a random whim because it was literally $2.60. And I kind of wanted to play the campaign in that. So, yeah. Very cool, man. Uh, Grabbed did you all those. say you had Battlefield 1, speaking of war games? I do. And you have that digitally? Digitally, okay. yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. Because I do want to. I want to play some of those. I know you do. WW1 vignettes. I know you do. I want to get in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So. <clears throat> Craigslist. Yeah. Been a while for me since I've done Craigslist. Right. I'm always looking for the retro stuff. Well, ever since they took out the whole hookup section, you've just avoided it. I know. It's and it was it was getting a little dry before then. Sure. But um I've told a couple stories here on this very podcast you have. in the past about uh doing a Craigslist meetup and there was this reoccurring character, if you remember, Jake. Mm-hmm. Now I'll recap very briefly each of those stories in case if you're a long-time listener it might jog your memory if not you'll get an idea uh there was a guy on craigslist that uh once upon a time was selling some gba games a big mm-hmm. big collection of game boy advance games that he probably stole uh, maybe i you don't know, know. I don't hard know. to tell yeah and he had me meet him at his apartment mm-hmm. which is like a three-level townhouse more or less and there were dismembered barbies in the yard right um I got to go inside the home. I didn't detect there being a small child that would possess Barbies, male or female. Um, there was 
it was a hoarder's den, mm. a pathway cut out. It took me all the way to the room furthest from the door. Yeah, always. The place was just blanketed in smoke film. Um, mm. There was a turtle in an aquarium that I'm not sure made it. Right. And I'm, I'm assuming it didn't. Yeah. I'm assuming it's it's passed, long since passed. <sighs> it wasn't even really moving then, right. if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, and he, he left me in the room for a really long time because his mom kept yelling at him. Oh, God. Do you remember this part? Norman! Oh, whatever his name was, I, I can't know. remember. It was just, just... It just sounded like a scream of some sort that he answered to. Oh, boy. And it was very awkward, and I paid, and I got out of there, and he just wouldn't stop talking to me the whole time, you know? And I yeah. kept looking around the room for, like, drug paraphernalia, and I never really saw it, but I'm like, I did see one spoon on the floor. I'm like, that was for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that it was not Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> it wasn't for Kraft Mac and Cheese. That's for heroin. Uh, anyway, so I got out of that situation. Okay. Got the games great. Right. A few months later, mm-hmm. another Craigslist post, and this guy's selling the Sega Master System, which I didn't have wanted. A few games for it, an extra Genesis, really good deal. So I was like, okay, let's do this. And this time, and I didn't realize it was the same guy. I'm just talking via text and never saved the number. Sure. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, we you should up. definitely have saved that number. <clears throat> I will now. <laughs> uh, we meet up at this Walmart parking lot. Uh, he's obviously very late. He's packing heat. Nice. Visibly kind of showing it off like he's proud of it at 3 p.m. on a Sunday in a well-lit Walmart parking lot. You never know, man. You don't, yeah. but um, I did. Yeah. And... <laughs> Also, his mother, the same lady that was screaming for him before, was driving the vehicle, and she had she was as she was driving, she uh-huh. had a plate, one half boiled peanuts, one half ashtray. Oh man! And I commended her on her on her great coordination with that. right because you don't want to get the ashes and the juice and the you know you don't want to mix all it's, that. It's, it's a weird combination. Does, I mean, maybe she dips her cigarettes in the peanut juice, and it, it's a better menthol. I don't know. Who knows? I don't. I'll I won't try it. But I did that deal too. It was great. Yeah. Two years later, at least. Another Craigslist thing pops up, and it's another deal I can't resist. This guy just knows my price point, (laughs) and and I bite. And it's been a couple years. I think he's got a different phone, because I I think I saved that guy's number. Okay. And it's not because I wouldn't buy from him again. I just... I was very cautious about ever running into him again, especially after he's brandishing firearms. You you don't want to walk into that situation blind if you can help it. Yeah, exactly. So this time, yet another meeting spot. We meet on like the gravel lot off the interstate near Radford, and I just have a feeling it's him. I just have a feeling because he t- when I asked if he could meet there, he goes, yeah, that's like right near my house. And I was oh, like, oh, boy. Fuck, I did, that's where that's, that guy that's lives. That's where that house is, yeah. And he's like 30 minutes late. He keeps texting me mm. like, I'm still in the shower. But I was like, why are you texting me Don't that you're still in the shower? shower? Are you texting yeah. in the shower? No he wonder shows, he has a new phone number. <laughs> exactly, right? He just can't get keeps a ruining phones. He just keeps forgetting. Um, so he shows up, and immediately I can tell it's him. And right. I can also see that the, the meth isn't treating him well. Like oh, boy. He's, you know, the teeth are looser. They're, they're smaller. Okay. I don't know if he's using them for they're something receding. else. They're They're going back in him. Wow. And uh, he's grown his hair out. And it's a, it's a mess. Yeah. He, he smells, so I don't think he showered. I don't know what was going on. He in was in the shower time. doing meth. <laughs> I think so. That's why he can text. <laughs> yes. And he also, <clears throat> this was the worst part. So there's a lot of cars. This is this part's kind of busy. Zipping by. And it's it's daylight again. Okay. Only meet in the daylight, right? Smart. And he evidently did some repairs on this NES that he's selling me. I mean, I'll get mm. to what I got from him in a second. But he, he's selling me an NES. Okay. And it's not even put together. Okay. Like in the picture on on Craigslist, it looked like an it's NES. assembled, yeah. assembled. And he he opens it up and shows me some stuff he changed in it. And I was like, so okay, so does play, like, it work? Pal games or something? I don't know. Okay, I, I don't. I wasn't really worried about the NES. Sure, I'm it's fine. Just part with, of the lot. I can get it to work probably. Yeah. But he's like, I just you know, I just wanted to show you what I got here. And then he says, uh, I got the screws for it in my pocket. Oh boy! And he pulls out like fifty clear 
bags that I can only imagine are used for drugs. Oh, absolutely. But they're all full of screws, like an assortment of screws that he just carries around with him. He just starts... He has these little baggies, and we're near an open trunk in a gravel parking lot, and he's just, oh, that's as he's so talking to me, smart. just right, rifling through little baggies, and I'm just getting so uncomfortable, because I'm like, everybody that passes right now Thinks knows this is, a drug deal. this is a drug deal, and they can tell I'm I'm coming up on the poor end. Right. But anyway, I eventually, I get the stuff. We get out. Okay. Um, but here's the stuff I got from him. Tell and, us about and it. And also, uh, the, to book in this, he's like... Uh, now that I've done a deal, he remembered me. He's like, now that I've done a deal with you three times, man, I'm going to remember your number. I'll text you next time I need money. I was wow. like, I don't, I don't know what you mean, but he's like, I mean, when I'm selling stuff, I was like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> don't just call me for money. Yeah, don't, <laughs> yeah. don't do that. Yeah, so <clears throat> I might need to change my number. I might yeah. need to text in the shower. But anyway, this is what I got from him. Okay, I'm not going to tell you what price I paid for. I'm a little uncomfortable about that, but it was a good deal. And I got Doom <laughs> okay. PS1. Uh, I picked up a couple dupes that came along with the Illusion of Gaia uh, for the Super Nintendo, Final Fantasy II for the Super Nintendo, a Super Game Boy, that NES, who knows if it works, uh, mm. Felix the Cat for the NES, which is a, a higher dollar game, okay. and um, five complete in-box uh, SNES games. I can't remember which ones they were. They weren't like fabulous, but it was they, they, they averaged about $25 a piece okay. on the market. A few other uh, Super Nintendo games as well. So I, I made out really good That's a big on haul. the deal. Yeah, it was a pretty decent haul. Cool. But I just keep running into this fucking guy. That's crazy, man. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the next time. Oh, I am too. I should get, get his name. Story. I should get it's his name. Earl. I should get his name. The, well, we, we were talking about Toe Jam and Earl. Is that why it's on your mind? No. No, but that makes sense. He feels more... Toe Jam and Earl from Craigslist. It's the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he feels more like his real name is Steven, but he wants people to call him Carlos. Ah, uh, Okay. I know, this. I know a, this guy. Just a vibe I get. I know this guy. Just the vibe I get with him, yeah. him and his, his little teeth. So, uh, last update that we'll give here on the collection pickup stuff. I just want to clarify something for all the listeners uh, that have been following me on my Switch collection journey. It's not coming to an end, but there is a bit of a wrinkle that's going to be happening, right? So, if you've been paying attention, you know the Switch game release schedule is packed. Um, so many games coming out for the Switch constantly. And I've been planning on trying to collect all the Switch physical editions, but I'm telling you what, it's just, it's, 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 it's too much. It's daunting, I'm sure. It's too much. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to shift my focus. Mm. Um, focus, if you will. Yes. Some people call it that. I call it the focus. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I'm going to just double down on tr- getting all of the first party slash exclusives. I mean, those, if I just said exclusives, that includes all the first party, but... You get my drift, right? Like I'd if there's a Switch exclusive game, I'll get it. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's not first party. And the small batch style releases, like the limited run, super rare, red art, signature, all those uh, that, that I am interested in. I can't get them all, but all the ones that I want. Yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some boats that have already sailed on that too, right? There's some that have already sailed and, you know, it's just, that's a bigger problem is just getting those. Man, it's so tough to collect for... A contemporary console. It's bad. I mean, it's it's, it's just bad. It's stupid. It's tough. So that's kind of why I'm, I'm. But it's impressive. That's why I like your collection. It's right. It, it's very unique. It is. I like it. But but it will change. I think flavor. it's smart. It's yeah. good to reel it in sometimes. I mean, I, I do have because I do collect old stuff. I have the perk of knowing the full scope yeah. of what's out there, and and I can usually my, my average buy is much cheaper than yours. Oh, definitely, um, definitely. I mean. Yeah, I, I think that's just how it's going to have to be. And uh, the collection will still be cool and impressive, and I'll still have a ton of games to play. Absolutely. Um, and uh, But yeah, yeah, just quick update on that. That's cool. Do you feel better about it? I feel somewhat liberated. That's good. You know, and, and I think prob- probably I 
kind of decided this, but not verbalized it. Yeah. You know, a while back. So you, I just keep, I can't keep up. So you got a bunch of games you're going to be bringing with you, I guess, to yeah, TMG? I, I think I've got around 60 games that I'm sort of purging. Switch games? So Switch games, I plan on verifying to make sure all these are correct and then uploading a list of those to the trade thread for C3 that I think only you and Musty have posted in so far. Yeah, cartridgeclub.org. You can find those forums there. Uh, yeah, and that way, you know, if, if any of you that are going to be attending want to do some trades or, or been looking for anything, you know, maybe we can work something out. Cool deal. And I'm sure, you know, at the at the show floor. Yeah, there'll be plenty of people to hawk this stuff off on. Absolutely. Yep. Speaking of the Cartridge Club, mm-hmm. one more thing I picked up. I'm going to be on the Cartridge Club Portable Game of the Month podcast at the end of this here month, June 2019, Year of Our Lord, for Batman on Game Boy. No, 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 no. Batman. Batman. And so I picked that up so I could play through it. Of course, I have it like on the retro pie and that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I like I like getting my hands dirty with the real deal, especially for the show. And I uh, can't wait to be on that podcast with Curtis at the end of the month. So Very nice. Uh, should be a good time. All right. Very cool. What's on the radar, Let's Jake? Let's check that radar real Now, quick. last time there was, and really for the last month or so, there's not really been much of Diddly Squad. Yeah, it's been dry as cracker juice. But now it's as wet mm-hmm. as juice. Regular juice. Regular juice. I think. And cranberry juice. Indeed. Was that your favorite? I don't know. I, I know I used to really have an issue with ocean spray. I used to think it tasted a little like vomit. Sure. But lately I've been craving it. Wow. You pregnant? <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Never been. So Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is one that you and I both we share this. are looking yeah. forward to. Yeah. Very excited about this. Now this is a multi-platform release. It does get a week later release on Switch which is fine, but that's out June 18th or 25th if you're on Switch. Been looking forward to this game for a long time. It's been sort of in Kickstarter slash development hell for, what, five or six years at this point, maybe longer. Very long time. Uh, but we're both big fans of the uh, the Curse of the Moon thing that happened, yeah. which is part of this game, part of that universe. Um, the faux Castlevania right, universe, you right. know? The, yeah. Not but, to overuse the term love letter, but certainly right. very derivative of... A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah, I like it a lot. But I'm very much in love with and it. And I thought, the, I thought uh, Cir- was it Circle of the Night? Ritual of the New Moon? Curse of the Moon. Curse of the Moon. Yeah. I just thought it was a little short. I wish there was more of that game. Well, technically you, you don't beat it until you get to you can play, play through, through all twice. of them. Yeah, right, but, right, sure. But even then, still. I mean, it just... Yeah, it's maybe four hours if you play through it twice. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I'm looking forward to this. Me too. Yeah, a lot. Uh, the other one I'm looking forward to that's not on your list, right. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. And I am excited about this. I just, I'm more excited about a couple of other things. And every single one of those words just means fast. It does. And so, looking forward to that. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this one for a while. I was pretty excited when they announced it, and everything I've seen about it looks like it's, you know, pretty cool upgrades, updates, new, new racers. Looks fun. Yeah, it's one of those... One of those things where it's still weird to me to see Crash coming out on PS4, yeah. Xbox One, and a Nintendo platform, but it is going to do so on June 21st, so I don't know how soon I'll get it, but I'm sure I will. Yeah, nice. Uh, and then the other one on my list that we don't share is Judgment, and this is a PS4 exclusive. It is from the makers of Yakuza. I believe it is set in the Yakuza universe. Oh, really? Uh, but yeah, it's kind of like... Um, from what I can tell, you know, it's kind of got the Yakuza um, fighting mechanics, but also there's like a lot of detective and like courtroom drama like built into this thing as well. Like over the top zany latent stuff or like... No, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's going to be overwrought because it's in Yakuza universe. Sure, yeah, yeah. But, I don't, you know, I don't think it's like any of like the Phoenix right objection stuff, right? Gotcha. Uh, but it does look like a lot of fun. 
man, as soon as I find my like real life courtroom drama game, I'm I'm yeah. done. Oh, you're yeah, I'm, you're screwed. It's all I'm going to play forever. And then, uh, lastly but not leastly, June twenty eighth on the Switch, of course, Super Mario Maker two. Exciting! Can't believe it's coming out so soon. Can't believe that people thought that it wasn't going to happen. Like so many people, are like nah, that now nah, they'll they'll not release another one. It was just made for the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no, no, no. I mean, I'll I, keep that going. I guess having a stylus is was neat. I mean, you can still use a stylus on a capacitive touch. Just get a capacitive stylus. Sure. Yeah. But does it come with it? I guess that's the thing I that people are beefed over. Yeah, yeah. People beef over shit. I hate it. I hate people. They ruin everything. So many things. Get people out of my shit. Okay. Uh, yes. Super Mario Maker 2. Can't wait. Excited. You get it, I'll get it. We'll make each other really mean levels. Yeah, but you can't play with friends until there's like some update. Did you see that bullshit? Okay, that is kind of bullshit. That's kind of bullshit. Okay. All right. What happened last time? Let's check it out. Previously on Polykill. Jake and Trav each retire a game they couldn't beat, but did manage to put her story in Rage 2 off their backlog. Jake gives Dauntless a try, while Trav continues to plug away at Red Dead 2 and Wild Arms. Games worth playing all over again, and why it's so hard to replay games sometimes, serves as the therapy of this gears. Alright, Jake, that was a pretty decent episode i enjoyed that conversation yeah i think a lot it seemed like a lot of people did in the moment i i didn't know if i didn't really know how it would turn out you know right, it was right. one of those discussions that we have where it's just uh you feeling around in the dark until you find out about yourself yeah it turns out i like to only replay games if they're really small or i have a buddy yeah yeah that's what i go. found there that's what go. i found about me very cool um also uh we retired some games for the first time yeah, it's been a while in a while we've been yeah like, no we're giving up and it felt good it felt good it that i didn't have cathartic. to t- turn on my switch and see yeah. iconoclast staring back at me yeah Same i didn't want to do it anymore i knew down yeah man all right so let's you know some games we're chewing on working yeah, on a little we'll bit talk about them uh real quick the two uh that i have been putting the most effort in of over the last at least, well, I mean, Red Dead since November, right, probably. Right. And Wild Arms over the last month or so. Um, so Red Dead 2 and Wild Arms 2. Uh, playing both of those, you know, as regularly as, as I can. It's yeah. not like I've ignored either of them. That's the thing. I'm just a it's, little bit at a time. Right. I, I maybe get like an hour or so or an hour and a half into Red Dead every three or four days. And that's just not enough to beat it in any time no, sensitive manner, you know. It's so, not, not. Uh, But I am, I feel like I'm really close to the end. I know I keep saying this shit, but every time, <laughs> every time a, a, st- a story element unfolds, I'm like, well, now it's got to be close. Now, do you feel like that since you've sort of protracted this experience over six or seven months that it's kind of lost some of the impact? No, no. I love all of it. In fact, I think, I actually think it's better because... You spent more time with the characters. Uh, I don't even know if that's okay. true because when I look at the amount of time that you and both Brian played, uh-huh. I'm right about where you are. I'm actually a little bit behind you by a few hours, handful of hours. I was hours. like, what, 80 hours or something like that? It, I can't tell by hours. Uh, oh, okay. For the weird thing, Rockstar and every other game they have, they have like useless amounts of your stats in the game except yeah. for this one. Okay. So I have yeah. to go on the Xbox and it's like two days and four. Like It does the day math. Yeah, I didn't yeah. do the day math. But um, I'm really close to you guys. But I think w- one problem that I have typically is if I play a game with and I try to beat it in a certain amount of time or um, if I end up playing it too much, I start to rush through parts of it. Okay. Like if I sit down and play a game and it turns into four hours, the last hour and a half is probably me sprinting doing things because gotcha. I'm like I'm kind of getting tired of it but I don't want to stop playing for right. some reason but by playing it like an hour and a half each night I'm really savoring those moments I'm 
I'm not already tired of it when I start. I, I do kind of yeah. bask in it a little more, I found, okay. which is, it seems, you know, antithetical. You'd think once you protract a game over eight months, you probably are just mainlining the quest and trying to get it over with to play something else. But mm. I haven't really found that that's the case. I've okay. kind of really enjoyed every time I Every time I pop back into it, just, you know, not really rushing to do anything, looking at the map and seeing if there's a side quest nearby or something else and not really going for the next you know, objective. Sure. So that's that's why it's taken me so long, honestly, is because I'm just dicking around. That's fun, man. That's what the game's for. Yeah, and in Wild Arms, I'm having a great time, but it does, you know, it, and it actually, I, I guess I just don't know how people play RPGs usually. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that it's probably okay to consult a guide. I would think that it you know, is, yeah. Because they're so... They're, they're, the, the stories are so layered that like they'll make callbacks like from 10 hours ago like you need to go talk to this guy and you're like what I've been to 15 fucking towns what right. town was that guy in <laughs> right. so it's like I guess back in 96 you just went back to every town until you were like there he is he was here but yeah. I, you know and I was it actually was kind of nice I was watching Musty play Final Fantasy 8 the other night a game he's beaten like twice already sure. and he was like wait what am I doing and he like pulled out a guide and was looking I'm like oh it's cool to do that yeah. oh yeah, okay man. I guess okay that's cool well, that I mean I do it but I just you know it's 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 good to know that uh, I can just be as dumb as I am and still have fun <laughs> enjoy the games exactly man. enjoy the games yeah uh, so yeah Apex Conditions what is that I don't I think when I wrote that <laughs> You must have said the word conditions as I was getting ready to type legends. Okay. So Apex Legends, I, I'm still playing that uh, a bit. I think the last time I played was last weekend. Spent some more time out there with my buddy David um, and just, you know, having a good time, man. Um, there's some pretty exciting updates in the works. A new hero was announced. It looks like they're going to shake up the map a little bit with some kind of event. Um, yeah, season two is going to include like ranked play, competitive play. So it's just fun to get in there and play around. I'm never going to be the best, but I, I do enjoy playing that. And uh, it's easily the best, smoothest multiplayer shooter that I play. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good to hear that it's you're enjoyable. still plugging around on okay. that old girl. Yeah. I think, uh, I think David has, boy, 279 hours in the game. And I have probably like a hundred. He's played a lot more than me. He's very good at it. But yeah, well, the, the fact that you've put a hundred hours into it kind of blows me away. Because where's all this time coming from, Jacob? Well, you know, sometimes playing with a buddy's fun. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I disagree. I don't have any buddies I enjoy playing with, you which is why just... I play Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> They're the only two buddies I need. There you go. Uh, yeah, I don't really have too much more to add about this game other than I, it's nothing like I thought it would be. Right. The, I mean, even the whole premise, I'm not even sure I get. Sure. It's got a thick manual, right? This collector's oh, edition? I should open it. You should open it. <laughs> Figure out I what think I'm it, doing. I think it, it is the largest uh, Switch manual in terms of pages. Guinness World recognizes I, I, that. I don't know if that's Guinness, but <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the thing... I had no idea what this game was about. I mean, I'd seen you know screenshots of the old Genesis, absolutely, Toe Jam and Earl, and it's just them kind of strutting around on some planet. And I was like, I wonder what they're doing. I never knew. And <laughs> it turns out in this game, you just shake bushes for presents and open those gifts. And sometimes they're mysteries, and sometimes they're health, and sometimes they're weapons, and everything is like timed very short. And it it at the beginning of the game, it's it's really it's simple, so you don't really understand why you're even getting these things, because you're like, what's the fucking point of this? I just walk over here and do this. But then it starts to get hard, but you don't really know. I don't really understand the fucking game, Jake. You should, look, I guess you that's should the read problem. the manual. So let me read that, read manual. that manual. Yeah, yeah, it's probably as simple as I, I think it is, but if I'm missing something crucial, 
then that would be important yeah. to know. Yeah. You should know. You should yeah. find out. I'm just walking around shaking bushes, yeah. though, bro. Do it, man. Do yeah. it. Uh, so uh, myself and Brian and David again have jumped into World War Z. Uh, we jumped in, I think, maybe last weekend, maybe like last Thursday. Uh, played through a set of levels because basically the way they have it is there's like a New York story and a Tokyo story and a Jerusalem story. And you kind of play through three or four levels to complete each story. And, um, man, that game is just so fun. Like, it's not hard. It's not difficult. Um, those are the same thing, by the way. Uh, it's not, like, over-convoluted, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not hard. Like, it doesn't wear, like, Affliction T-shirts. and <laughs> <laughs> Right. It doesn't do, you know, cockfighting on the weekends. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's a simple game, but it's just a lot of fun. You know, it's just hold off these zombies and, until you can get somewhere. Just keep fighting these waves of impressively animated massive swarms of zombies it sounds cool it's really fun to look at nice and um you know mechanically very very simple to play but challenging at times even on the lower difficulty settings you can get overwhelmed very quickly but yeah we we have a blast with it so and they keep adding updates to it they added a new zombie type now and yeah pretty sweet nice man yeah uh, Enjoying it. S- speaking of zombies, yeah, a little bit. Zombies. Me and uh, Brizzalicious, our friend there that you just mentioned, playing World War Z, also played plays with me with Silent Hill Two, and a little more progress in that one. Um, I okay. don't really have too much more to add about it. Still, a lot of fog. Sure, a lot sure. of fog. A lot of real dumb shit interactions with okay. characters. Mm. I, but it's 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 comedy level now. Oh, like okay. I, I look forward to it because I'm like, oh, we're just not going to acknowledge <laughs> this. any of this shit fucking dark hellscape we're in we're just going to be like hey come here what's up how are you my name is james like how about there's zombies every fucking where everybody run do you have guns (laughs) that's what should be happening in that game but it's still spooky as fuck i mean it's crazy to me how a game that that's a you know that i mean this is remastered edition but it hasn't it's I mean, it's no fucking Outlast, right? It's no Resident Evil 2 or 7 that I've played recently, but it still has this this flavor. I mean, there's a lot that you can do with sound and a lot you can do with just generally the unknown, what's on the other side of that door that can just crank up the tension. And so me and Brian are just, you know, underneath that thick blanket, just hugging, just... Making sure each other's safe and calm, man. That's precious. That's 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 brotherly love. It's precious. Yeah, I blame it on the brocane. No, I don't. That's that's (laughs) not a good. That's a different thing. Uh, so lastly for me, what I've been playing on and probably easily spent the most time on in the last week and a half or so, I think I'm around six and a half hours into the game, which is not bad for me, honestly, especially given the last week. Of and the hundred hours you've put in the apex conditions been since like, I don't know. Anyway, apex conditions. Yeah, exactly. Operencia, the stolen sun. Now, this is a game that it captured my imagination when it landed on game pass at some point in, in the past. I was like, this looks like something I should try. It's a, you know, grid-based dungeon crawler party RPG. Kind of got that adventure game feel, environmental puzzles. I'm, I'm kind of in that headspace. I want to I get there. Get me there, Operencia. Mm-hmm. So I decided to pull the trigger. Happy I did, man. This thing is pretty damn fun. I, I know that uh, I'm pretty sure Sean, a.k.a. P1, played it. I know Pam played it. Um, I saw those achievements pop, so I assume oh. I played it. You know, And then I think Pam mentioned uh, me on Twitter when I... When I uh, mentioned it on twitter she was like yeah i played that it was a fun surprise um but yeah like it's not an overly complicated rpg which i kind of like it's you know you have a party you can switch care- members in and out they each have different strengths and weaknesses you got to be mindful of the kind of enemies you're fighting um but it's not overly complicated um so is your goal this year just to start playing as many rpgs as possible 
How many have I started? <clears throat> you got Final Fantasy. Right, we got Final Fantasy 10. You yeah. got the uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 1, yeah. Uh, did, did you... Um, I mean, there's probably countless others, right? Yeah, there's no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> but this one just honestly looked accessible and different, right? So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how close I am to the end. It's so it's not, a shorter one, then? I feel like it's shorter, but I don't know how close I am. Huh. I might be 20 hours. I might be four hours. I don't know. I don't know how long it is. I haven't looked it up. We should look it up. I'm not going to ruin the surprise. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I feel I'm probably around half. What if it's like two hours, but you're like eight hours in? Yeah, I'm an idiot. You're like, oh shit. Well, some of those environmental puzzles, I'll be honest, they're clever. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> so hey, it happens. It man. happens. It happens. But it's fun. That's cool. So those are the games we're chewing on. A good mix. Yeah. I've just been, you know, I'm not, I'm not glamoury or glitzy, man. I've been playing the same shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I mean, if you look at my shit, it's basically the same. Well, you always fit a new one in there at some point. I try to. You know, I you, try to. Now, I try, honestly, I've know? dabbled in other things, but yeah. not, not enough to mention, because I, Game Pass just just fucking shit out like 30 new games over the week of E3, and I was like, I want to download all these and try them. So I jumped into a few, but nothing, Game Pass, nothing man. Oh, it's all about the crazy. Game Pass, yeah. All right, <laughs> record scratch. Yeah. Time for the surprise. Oh, you got a surprise? I got a surprise, remember? Yeah. Said it on the Twitters. I'm like, I'm going to do something stupid. Oh, that's right. What is it going to be? Stupid. So, this is going to blow everybody away. It probably won't. I I think it's funny. I think it's fun. I'm excited. You ready? I'm, yeah, becoming more nervous now than I was. (laughs) Don't be nervous. Scared. Don't be nervous. Scared. Uh, Don't be scared. Now, I'm I'm leaving the pie. I'm kidding. (laughs) Don't do that as I'm taking a sip of beer. Jesus. Jesus. Fuck. Uh, so our friend Brian mm-hmm. obsessed with Bethesda RPGs, right? He loves them. He loves them so much. I mean, the man made a video on comparing the menu screens. That is uh, something, isn't <laughs> the, it? The man loves Bethesda games and I give him a lot of shit about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes when he's not even there, sometimes I'm like, God damn it, Brian, <laughs> I'll just see him online and he's like playing fallout 76 again. I'm like, God damn it. Brian. I think what really hurt your feelings is when he said he rushed through the end of red dead so he that, could get back to fallout yeah. 76. That, that, that stung a little bit. Yeah. You cut him out of all your pictures together and all that, <laughs> that struck him out of my living will. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I bought fallout 76 and plan to play it. Oh, with Brian? No, I don't know about that. But can you? I don't even know how it works. Can. I heard that they actually made the game a game. They put like NPCs in it, and they're they going to put yet. speech. They oh, haven't, they haven't yet, done yet. But that's coming this fall. <laughs> that's <laughs> good. Hilarious. But anyway, coming this fall, Fallout Four again. Fallout Four Two. <laughs> yeah, the '76 edition. Yeah, this is us still giving him shit. I'm sure it's yeah, fine, Brian. It's fine. Anyway, I saw it on um, CDKeys.com. Yeah, for sixteen dollars, and I had like. $28 in PayPal. And I was like, you know what? This is basically like me getting this for free. So, sure. I'll download it and install was it, like, it. Your Patreon money was just hanging out there and you just... It was that and the money that you gave me for... Oh, another something. game you ordered me or something. Oh, the probably a, a little uh, little Mac. Did you give me money for that? I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> we should start writing each other receipts at this point. <laughs> anyway, I... I had the PayPal money. That's like, good. Fine. Screw it. I'm going to do it. So, yeah. Honestly, watching some of the stuff um, at the Bethesda keynote was like, interesting, interesting. So, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just see what the hype's about. Let me put my money where my mouth is. Mm-hmm. I'll spend money to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not, I've am not. i hated on this game, and everyone else has hated on this game for a very long time. So, let me just jump in there and see. Let me see if I enjoy it. I, I don't... The thing is about that game, I don't really have any opinion of it. Right. It's I, just fun to hate. Because it's it's so, like online and multiplayer that I'm just I'm just generally just uninterested. Um, but the one thing that I really was interested about was 
like the actual mythical creatures that they planted in the right. game. They're from like like Mothman lore. and shit like that. Yeah, like that. I was kind of interested in. Yeah, I wanted and it to. It looks cool. Like I mean, some some of those creatures look really damn cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like we'll see. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, I will report back on on what you think. You know I will. You know I will. Absolutely. I'm not going to not do that. But anyway, that was fun. Adding that to your backlog. Yeah. All how right. Stupid as that. <laughs> okay. And I think it actually has a, a something you can beat on it, right? Has like yeah, some it's beatable. Yeah, because I think Brian's done it four times now, four or five uh, times. He's on his second playthrough, maybe third at this. I point. think it's third. Yeah, at he's least on third. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, completed games. Games are done with. Games yeah. we've actually beaten. I haven't beaten any. Why I got, not? I got really close on Operentia. I thought, but I was wrong. But you try, you pushed at the end. You're like, I'm oh, gonna get man. it. I was I'm gonna get it. I was I was trying to mainline that shit, but mm-hmm. like brocane. But I just couldn't. Yeah. It was like today when I was uh, running that uh, 5K. It was a big steep hill there at the end, mm-hmm. real steep hill. And I thought I was about to upchuck my peanut butter. I had a peanut butter sandwich this morning. Oh, oh boy. And I could feel the peanut butter sandwich, and it had it had left the stomach area and was... Just hanging out in the lungs. It was coming up. Oh, boy. And uh, But around that time that I was like, mm, probably going to vomit, <laughs> I, was, I looked down the... It's Then you have a big decline into okay. the finish line. That's the, that's the worst. And I was like, all right, let's... Now we got to... We gotta pound this out. We gotta finish. And there's this woman that had just passed me, uh-huh. and I was like, "All right, so I'm gonna use her for like my my pace, mm-hmm. and then my goal will be to just try to get up and try to catch her at the end." Okay. But as I'm uh, <laughs> running and speeding up, I guess I mean I have headphones in. Like, not a lot of people do that. Sure. Well, a lot of people just run. They just listen to fucking nature. Listen to the air. Listen to the air. <laughs> Yeah, go by. I'm just big crit, just big critting, <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm pounding it out. Also, can't hear myself. I'm right. probably breathing like a horse. <laughs> That's why I wear earbuds. It's not to listen to music. It's so I don't hear my yeah fat ass breathing. Exactly, because like <laughs> I'm just like it was probably the last mile. I was like, oh, that's right, through the mouth and out the nose. <laughs> And then I was like, wait a minute, no, that's backwards. It's the other way. Yeah. And so I'm making all kinds of weird breathing noises. And I'm also like, I've become heavy footed. I've been running for a while. I just ran up a hill. And so I start running faster. And this woman turns around and like looks at me like she's scared. And she starts running faster. And then, and so now I, look, I feel like I'm chasing her. Of course. And it feels illegal. So I, I kind of, I mean, I know it's a race. Right. But there was just something in me where I was like, oh my God, I have. Panicked this woman, so uh, I probably helped her beat her best time. I, I, you know, I hope she beat me by a second. Um, but uh, but yeah, sprinting at the finish, I think, is what we were talking about. It was, it was what made me think of that, anyway. Sorry about that, yeah. Uh, so well, you didn't finish a game, but I finished two, right? Uh, one of them was a game that I recently did a Ness friend on. It's Mm -hmm. a really short, quick beat. I figure it's on the shelf, might as well try to knock it out. Well, buddy, WWF WrestleMania challenge, okay. Pretty quick thing. Just play through the campaign, mm-hmm. play against Macho Man, wrestle against Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, and all that. Nice. Uh, it's probably of the easier ones of the wrestling games on the NES, but um, we're gonna do. We're gonna do. Yeah. But beat it. I did try some of the other ones. that got my ass kicked at least. So, <laughs> so you're like, now let's find the easy one. <laughs> Was it all for not? But yeah. <laughs> and then also Fire Emblem Warriors, and that's okay. one I just, I dude, I sprinted through it. Yeah. I sprinted through it like in every way possible. Didn't listen. Didn't pay a fucking bit of attention to the story. Just you said that last time. You didn't care. Fast tap through that. Didn't give a shit. And um, just the hack and slash. I hardly like did what it told me most of the time. I just did what I want. 
right. what I, I wanted. You can kind of get away with that. A couple times I failed out because I didn't do something in time, and I was like, "What do you want from me?" And I had to really figure out what specific what I mean to do. But most of the time, you can just—I mean—you can power up one character and just blitz through it. And I tell you, it, it makes it kind of sound like what's the point? But it's such a like—it's mechanically satisfying. It's mechanically satisfying, and it's like let the burdens of this bad day out on this game. Just beat the hell, beat out of the it. hell out of hundreds of dudes. Yeah, and it is awesome. It's a good time. And so it felt good. And actually, I breezed through it because I didn't pay attention to shit. It was almost like basically a speed run in a way. Okay. I beat the game like three hours ahead of what how long to beat average. Shit. Probably because I skipped you know, dialogue. Just, <laughs> yeah, skipped dialogue and just sprinted everywhere and did whatever I wanted to. So anyway, right. good time. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Okay. So what have you guys beaten? Hashtag just beat it. If you beat a game and, and you take a picture. Was that a song? Is that a song yeah, you're I'm writing? in the background while you're doing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 the, the, the pervert from Family Guy? <laughs> uh, if you... <laughs> <laughs> if you beat a game and you hashtag it, just beat it there on Twitter. Leave us a screenshot. Maybe say a little something about the game, your experience, something like that. That's those are those are the tweets that usually make the show anyway. Yeah. Um, say a little something about the game. <laughs> we, might, we might feature it here uh, with Herbert the pervert. Uh, all right, let's get started. Now we're going to do Florida Man again. More Florida Man. Always fun, that man. was a hoot last time, especially time. I I'll, I've thought about it three times since that episode of the guy that shot that woman during foreplay. <laughs> I just keep thinking of like why was a gun involved first of all. Yeah. It's not a four play until you got a forty five. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was forty five play. Anyway, oh. uh well I'll get started here. Uh here's a name, Jake, that uh, I haven't seen often before. Okay. Steven at the Disposed Hero. Okay. Who performed a strange dance in McDonald's before making love to the railing, knocked out Castlevania Order of Ecclesia, Strider, Castlevania Bloodlines, and South Park Fracture but Hulk. Nice. So he's beaten a lot of those uh, old school Castlevania yeah, games. Probably got that Castlevania collection. Maybe I, I think don't it's know. Got Ecclesia on it. Does it doesn't it? have Rondo of Blood. I know that. I want to get the. Uh, I need to jump through some of those GBA and DS ones. You should man. Uh, those are the ones more akin to the classics, right? And I missed all of them. Do Every it. damn one of them. I want to get in on that. Do it, old maid. All right, Church at the underscore game grinder who recently robbed a postal truck with a fake gun, fled on a tricycle, and claimed he was God. Finished. Planescape, Torment, Tacoma, Trover Saves the Universe, Kendo Rage, and A Plague Tale, Innocence. Good crop of games there, Church. Yeah. Funny that the guy named Church claimed he was God after flinging that tricycle. Mm-hmm. Can you actually, I mean, it's, it's weird that this isn't just a generator of randomness and that these are actual headlines right. written in a Florida newspaper. I, yeah. I, don't, I, I love don't, it. I don't know what they're smoking down there. There's some law like that a, a lot of it. their media can get a hold of, like, weird crime logs, and that's why there's so many of them specifically in Florida. Oh, yeah. Now it's a clickbait race. It has to be. Sure, but not every state has that sort uh, of... Access. Access, yeah. Gotcha. So I think that's why Florida is the hotbed. But also, Florida... I mean, it's a big Florida. state, and it's full of people from Florida in it, so there's going to be a lot of weird... And also <laughs> a lot of people from not Florida. Sure, yeah. A lot of people move there. I mean, that's where Warmer most people go to die. Yes, that okay. is true. Uh, now we're getting to the random beat tweets. Random beat tweets. A few beat tweets we thought were worth sharing here on the show. I'll get started with Hell Josh you. Leslie at Frantic Society. He says, I started this game on a whim and couldn't put it down. It has a fascinating story with brutal and addicting gameplay. Katana Zero is one of my favorite indie games in a while, and I hashtag just beat it. Play it. It's great. Certainly plan on playing this one. This one looks really damn cool. You see, I thought it was a Jake game when I saw it. Yeah, I said no, this. It looks like a lot of fun. This looks like you. It looks kind of like The Messenger. Can I have that vibe mm-hmm, to it? Which mm-hmm. I'm patiently waiting my limited run delivery of that. So get on with it, guys. Love you. Mean it. Okay, our pal Marty at Double O Marty. Wink, wink. 
Uh, beat Final Fantasy IX again for Potley Kill. Adam McAxel should do the same for the 10th. Yeah, I'm working on it, Marty. I swear to Jesus, I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm not as much lately, but I do <laughs> I do plan to beat it. Uh, also, uh, he, he's the kind of guy that can replay yeah. a big honking JRPG. Oh, no, he, he loves that shit, man. I mean, that's just, it's. I could not ever it's do that. But, I mean, people do. Like I said, we, I keep referencing Musty. He's playing yeah. Final Fantasy VIII again. Yeah. I'm the thing. I mean, I just, um, my mind can't can't do that. I can't subject myself to that, but I'm impressed with people that do it. I had a guy tell me one time that he has a buddy come visit him every Christmas, uh-huh. and they play through Final Fantasy VII together every year. I mean, that's sweet. I guess. But I would go crazy. Maybe get a different game, I would say. Maybe after, like, the third Christmas. Sure. I'm try like, eight or nine. Hey, let's do something that isn't this. Yeah. 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 Uh Look who's here. Look who's Rocket here. Sauce. It's oh, Rocket boy. Sauce. At Cartridge Club Game of the Month for June. Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Just beat it. Can't wait to talk about this one. Playing along. Hashtag play along with Prime. Hashtag Drake 2. What a great this, game. Is, this is the only one I've played in the series, and it's I a, really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a hoot. Like the, I've said it before. The first one, too much shooty-shooty. The second one just nailed that balance between action, adventure, Great story, great characters, amazing set pieces. And for its time, oh man, how uh, impressive was that? Uncle Marvel, just having the uh, that Nolan North narrative throughout, oh, commenting fun. on every little thing you did. That was brand. That was you know you didn't see that much back so then. So good. Uh, three was almost as good. Four is just as good. Okay, my thank, opinion. Thank you for that. My opinion. All right, Blink at Blinkoom cleared my first run of Downwell. This is one of the easiest roguelikes I've played. It still took me a bit of effort to get a completed run. Runs are short and action is constant, so it's a good way to kill a bit of time. Recommended. Hashtag just beat it. This is one that I definitely want to play. I think we did play this once on our old uh, Downwell with Drake video for yes. p- for Polykill. We had a game that I don't know why we got rid of. We only tried it once. I thought it was actually a really good idea. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was called Hot Seat. Yeah. And if you didn't score the most points you had the karaoke a song on a video or something like that yeah like you you, you wore headphones and listened to the song so the oh. song wasn't played on the screen right, yeah only you heard it and you had to sing along with it mm-hmm. what a great yeah. embarrassing idea yeah, it was uh nobody watched that video nope. but also wanted to point out he said cleared my first run of downwell right and i don't know if that's a humble brag right. no like my first run of downwell like beat the game on my first run of that like is no, that no, how no. you took that no i take that as this is a roguelike so you play it many times. Oh, he beat his first complete, like he yeah. completed his, it was first. his first complete run. Okay, there you go. I see now. I was making him out to be a really good video gamer, but I mean, you, sure you've convinced is. me otherwise. Sure no, is. I bet he's trash, garbage. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Blink. <laughs> All right. If you're not trash, you're not garbage. You can always check out Caltech on you. Ad read, Jake. You want to dial in on this? I'm ready. Man. This episode and our upcoming trip to Philadelphia is sponsored by Caltech. Caltech specializes in autonomous systems, including drones and robots, as well as the mobile technology that connects you to them. They have consulted on projects around the globe, and they can consult with you as well, as no software development project is too big or too small for Caltech. If you want to learn more, or if you're just in disbelief that we actually have a sponsor, you can see for yourself that Caltech is real and waiting for you by reaching out to info at Cowden.tech. That is info at C-O-W-D-E-N.tech. Hell yeah. Good read. Thank you. All right, so... If you enjoy what you're hearing so far, if you like the podcast, we do encourage you to go over to polykill.com where you can find everything we do. Um, Content-wise, it's all over there, accessible on polykill.com. You can also search Polykill Podcast on the Facebook, the Twitters, and the YouTube to find us there, find our content, give us a like, give us a follow, all that business. You can search off-kilter with two L's to find our other podcast that we do with Brian that releases every Thursday and covers pretty much everything but games. We talk about all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, you can drop us a line, ask us a question, or share an idea via email. 
at polykillpodcast at gmail.com. You can get extra content. You can join our Discord, etc. If you sign up as a patron on patreon.com forward slash polykill and encourage you to take a look at that. Uh, please rate us on whatever service you use. So review with them up. Any little any little thing will do. Any little thing helps, man. We love it. We've seen a huge increase in downloads, kind of. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, it's for pretty sure. impressive. Yeah, yeah. It's been good. So thank you for that. We appreciate the love. Uh, last but not least, we're going to be performing a live show in Philadelphia on Monday, June twenty fourth. At the Holiday Inn. I think in it's the Hampton Limerick. Inn. I'll be honest with you. I think it's Hampton Inn. I at think that's a typo. Hampton Inn? I think so, yeah. <laughs> in the Limerick. We're going to be doing a live show somewhere. Okay, so just come find us in Philly. <laughs> or Limerick, <laughs> wherever the fuck it is. Specifically Limerick, please, yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to be going live around 2.30 in the P of M's. Uh, but get there early to catch the other shows, some other live casts. We're going to have a good time. Uh, but we'll post any specifics on Twitter through our official polykill twitter which is at polykill yes so check it out indeed indeed it's going to be a great time we're going to be there with uh buried on mars we're going to be yeah. there with the flock of nerds and the start to continue podcast very excited all our brothers in the cartridge club should be a good time let's take it into the ground game jake and i want to give a shout out shout to our out. boy frankie at viper strike at viper strike who unfortunately because his job didn't honor his time scheduled time off is i honor him oh i honored that time off <laughs> <laughs> isn't going to be able to make it to right. C3 and be able to, to hang out with us there at TMG. Tragic. We're all really bummed about it. But one thing that Frankie does that's really awesome is that anytime somebody in his Twitter sphere mm-hmm. uh, talks about listening to a new podcast or just brings up podcasts in general, he always says, you guys should listen to Polykill. You guys should check them out. They're fun, all that other stuff. And I just want to give Frankie a shout out because he is like the ground game champion. And I think that's a good way to totally. do it. No jokes this time around. Seriously, a good way to do it is just connect with people on Twitter if you like what we're doing. And well, um, he did this on Discord. His most recent was on the Discord, a Discord. And yeah, even in, in, in yeah. another Discord, go to yeah. another podcast just go Discord. To another Discord and just drop, <laughs> drop us and then walk out and then walk out. Yeah, do what you got to do, man. Just yeah. um, good times. But seriously, if you uh, if you dig us, that's that's a good thing to that'll help us out. We for love sure. you. Uh, it's sometimes better coming from from you than us. Yeah. People like to hear recommendations from their peers and people they trust. So please, please do that for us. Nice. All right, let's take it into the discussion, Jake. Let's now, talk about some let's talk about some E three. Yeah. Now, my experience with E three this year was a little more subdued than usual. Mine too. Uh, I found myself in a car with you for most of it. A lot of it. Uh, we were going to go see some metal rock shows. Right. I had my black t shirt on and my crummy shoes, and we you went down it. and my earplugs. We went down. And we listened to some some heavy music yeah. and had to miss at least Microsoft and yeah. EA. I think and Bethesda and Bethesda. Right. Missed all of those. Missed all of it. Now I did try to stream most of it in the car. And we got, I got some some things, but you know, it's just yeah. different, right? I mean, people were swerving in away from us, and Pouring I couldn't, fo- I couldn't focus because people were like talking at me, and I'm like, stop! I'm trying to watch E3 while exactly. I'm driving, you know, it's and different, it, was, right? it was a pain in the ass. It's different, but uh, I did catch. I've gone back through and call it the highlights. I tried to watch yeah. as many trailers as I could. Yeah. I'm I'm really to be honest, and um, you know I think by this time you know being a podcast and, and not like a YouTube channel that can react minutes after. Yeah. By the time we come around to it, people already kind of burn out on most of it. They already you know they've already sort of galvanized their opinions. Their opinions are galvanized, right. <laughs> and and <laughs> the thing that I hate most really is that there's always unfair amount of negativity about really dumb shit. Yeah. And like, just like what you want to like. You don't have to shit on anyth- anything. You don't really have to shit on you anything. You don't have to. So anyway, 
Um, that Ubisoft conference. <laughs> Ubisoft? I did say Ubisoft. You did say that. Um, uh, I mean, it was fine, but it, it wasn't was, great. So yeah. anyway, I was just going to – my goal here was just to touch on the games, list of games that really appealed to me. And right. Some of them already known commodities. Yeah. Some of them I thought the trailers this year sold me on them way more than I thought that they would. Yeah, that, that's, yeah that's a big part of a lot of this because honestly, you know, there were new games announced, mm-hmm. but a lot of it was – you know, just sort of recapping things that we expected. Yeah, and let me ask you this. We're kind of in that generational gap, I think. Yeah, because I was going to say, um, pri- I mean, I guess the only one I can think of. So, uh, let me take a step back. So, games, every E3. Yeah. It seems like every E3, there's that one big game in the distance that everybody's mm-hmm. looking for. Yeah. doesn't matter what platform you play, what platform you like, there's that one mythical game. Yes. I don't know if, I think at one point a lot of the buzz was Fallout 4 in that year and then, right. you know, um, uh, I don't know, the Zelda probably the next Breath year, Wild, Breath yeah. of the Wild, and then, you know, we're clamoring for Cyberpunk and all this stuff. So, but this year didn't really leave us, it left us on a couple cliffhangers, mm-hmm. but it didn't show us enough of anything to really get us salivating over what might come next E3. I mean, we know that right. uh, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be a thing in the future, I, yeah. but it seems like there's, they just said started development on it or development. It didn't seem like it's anything we'll see even next year. I complete. doubt it'll be next year, but yeah. I, um, I, I guess Death Stranding still hanging out there somewhere, but we've already got a That's date a for it, right? Release, yeah. yeah. And, and um, you know, PlayStation that, didn't show up. So. Right, of course, yeah. And then, uh, you know, maybe... Um, uh, there's another one I was trying to think of. Um, oh, the Elder Scrolls stuff. You know, we know yeah. that's coming. Yeah. But there's really like nothing kind of, there's no unknown future that we usually get, I think, at the cliffhanger at the end of an E3. So I'm that was you. one thing I noticed. I'm with you. I mean, honestly, most of the, and everyone knows this already, but like most of the big games are next year. Whether it's the Final Fantasy VII Remake or Avengers, Cyberpunk, all the, the sort of highlights in terms of like big games, they're all next year. And one thing I did notice that I really liked about this E3, and it seemed like everybody did it, was that everything had a date attached to it. Pretty much everything, yeah. No, like, coming 2019s or no, like, yeah. TBAs, just uh, dates, There's actual dates. dates. That was nice. Yeah, I and agree. I thought that was a... It's a bit I, of a shift. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a shift. I mean, I know that, you know, any any game that's close to being released, but what I think is happening is that they're not really showing us the games until they're sure about them, and they're they're not they're no longer breadcrumbing us and leading us up to a potential cancellation of a game anymore. Right. Because know, they know we fucking really, we don't like that. We don't like that. <laughs> so uh, so it's good. It's, Delay, it was a good please, yeah. but do not cancel. So I have a bigger list than you. I don't know. I'm assuming I share a bunch. Yeah, you do. That's why I didn't. Okay. I didn't, yeah. I didn't double down. All right. you talk about something, I'll talk about something. All right. Yeah, I don't want to start with some of the ones I listed first because I just sure. I watched a bunch of these in order and, and some of the good ones are at the top. So Understood. Let's start with one, Jake, that I think... Um, you have a, an interest in, and that is uh, one I just accidentally deleted from this fucking... <laughs> I was looking at that, and I was like, yeah, let's just delete shit. Yeah, um, how do you make it bold? Yeah, it's that one right there. I know that's I, one that you're probably more a little more interested in than me, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, right. um, an EA product. The only EA thing that was worth it for me was a lot of sports yeah. this year, not a lot of yeah. big big other things. But it looked good to me as a cat. Like, I'm... I could take or leave Star Wars most of the time. Sure. That looked like a good game to me. I don't know about you. Yeah, like, I... I I do sort of tire of the Jedi games. I, I was looking forward to like 1313 or that canceled Amy Henning game where it's like you're, you're in the universe, but you're not necessarily linked to the Skywalkers or linked to the Jedi at some point. But as far as the way the game looked, I thought it looked great. It looked snazzy. I like all the force powers. It run, reminded me a lot of the Force Unleashed uh, series, which I did enjoy at least the first one because uh, I didn't play the second one. But I think the uh, I think the look is good. I... Um, 
You know, I'm just I I believe in respawn more than I believe in EA, and I, yeah, I, I will play this at some point. I doubt I will buy it at launch unless it's just like glowing. I'm not super hyped about this. Really, you're not super yeah. hyped about it. No, okay, no. so this wouldn't have made your like you know certainly not your top ten for EE or E3. Yeah. Interesting, because I almost didn't include it on the list because I was trying to keep this list trim, and it did get away from it me did, a little bit. Yeah, it, it spiraled. But that's one that I, you know, I was surprised. I guess I was I included it because I was a little surprised that I was interested in it because yeah. I it was almost like a last thing. I was like, let me check out the Star Wars thing to make you know just to see, and then I was like, wow, this actually looks really good. Yeah, I mean, it was a decent chunk of gameplay that they showed. A lot yeah. of mechanics shut off. The, I mean, the graphics look amazing, and and I, I don't it looks cool. Have the experience you do with Star Wars game to have any specific fatigue about any aspect sure. like the Jedi thing? I just thought that looked fun. Yeah. It looked like a good game. No, I Agree. Um, one thing, I'll, I'll, since I got more, I'll, I'll take another I'll stab here. Um, one, and you have it listed here too, actually. So we're both going to talk about Final Fantasy VII the remake. Yeah, I was impressed with how that looked. That Dude, wasn't I'm anything really I expected. About this, yeah, I, I, I kind of went from not zero to sixty, but like twenty to eighty on it. If yeah. that makes sense. Like I think I, about the same. Yeah, like the the combat system looks great. The graphics look great. The the managing of the party looks great the fact that you can just kind of switch between characters and the other character will just keep doing shit until you switch back to him i mean that's a brilliant way to handle that but it was still familiar like it still right. had a lot it of the final fantasies the yeah same. yeah and i like that I like a lot the, you know the, the the action point system or whatever they're calling it battle yeah. points or whatever yeah it looks really good i mean i do like that um we finally have a hard date also, you know, this thing is still very open-ended. They have no idea when the next one's going to come out because this this is just Midgar. This is two Blu-ray discs of just Midgar, and then they're going to release the next set for the next area of the game. Like, it's, Oh, wow. This is not all of it. That's a good point. Yeah, so we could be led along here for a while. Um, and that's fine. And just to harken back, so Star Wars uh, is coming out 11 or November 15 of this year, which I thought was, I didn't realize it'd be so soon. I don't know if everybody yeah. else knew that. I, didn't. I, I, I know they, they said it would be 2019. But That's cool. We didn't have a date until. And then this is coming March of next year. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VII is coming March of next year. So, I mean, it's it looks sweet, man. I'm, I'm actually, because, you know, I've never played through all of Final Fantasy VII. Clearly, I have not either. You've played a lot more than I have, but it's just really hard for me to go back to that. Th- this will be how I beat the game. This is how, uh, yeah, the same. Yeah. Same. And those collector's editions, well, which I will not buy, look sweet as hell. That, that, Oh, I didn't even see that. There's like a motorcycle edition. What? Like you get the motorcycle with Cloud on it. It's like 350 bucks. It looks sweet. Dude, Cloud is just cool as He's fuck. He's cool as fuck. He's I one mean. of my favorite Smash characters, too. Yeah, man. Love it. Uh, why don't you throw one out here that you're interested yeah. in? So uh, one that I, I think was announced earlier. We saw more gameplay of it, which just, given the developer, just kind of leads to more questions. But I'm pretty excited about it is Astral Chain. And this is a Platinum Games developed Switch exclusive. Uh, it's coming out August 30th, and it looks cool. I love like the the, the um, dual hero system. The world looks cool. It's kind of like this, you know, sci-fi, but it still has like a tinge of fantasy to it. Um, yeah, I still don't know enough about this game and this story, and that makes me want to know more. Right. You know, and I love Platinum. I think their worlds are cool, and I like their approach to storytelling. And I know, like with things like uh, the um, God, what's that game? Man, I've got another game title stuck in my head and I can't get it out. Uh, Near, Near Automata. Yeah. Like, they're really good at gameplay. Like, that's kind of their thing. So, this one looks to deliver. So, I'm cool, excited man. about it. That's cool. Um, I didn't l- go back and look at that one when I was looking through trailers today. So, there's there's been like two looks at it. 
Okay. At this point, the second one of which was. The I don't E3. remember. That's the thing. I need to go back and look to to take that back in again because I definitely watched. I did watch the Nintendo yeah. uh, Direct. Uh, another one that you and I will both definitely be buying and playing is Doom Eternal, which uh, we can't help but help. Eternal. <laughs> think it's Doomy Eternal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, looks fucking good. Sounds oh, good, dude, man. You that's can just, all I need, man. Dude, like just more Mick Gordon. They could re-release the game, and it's the same game. And I'd buy it again. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm such a sucker for for the new Doom formula. I really am. No, I'm with you. They, I mean, I've, we've kind of put them at a tier where they really can't do wrong to us. I mean, you and I specifically yeah. really like it. It's and metal I think as Frankie fuck. Frankie is is on board with that too. He he loves the uh, loves the Doom. Yeah, it just does so much right and. Um, and still, you know, very reminiscent of the the '90s Doom era. I think it's just so good. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this one too. And yeah, and that soundtrack. I mean, know. it sounded so good. It sounded different enough, same enough. Yeah, uh, you like, know, and like I think an, there's, I think there's going to be vocals on this one from like a lot of metal bands that I know of and, mm. and sometimes listen to. Yeah. So yeah, very exciting. I mean, that comes out eleven twenty two nineteen a week after Star Wars. So that's pretty cool. That is very cool. Here's a game that I'm a fr- I want. But I'm afraid if I buy it, mm-hmm. I will never play another video game again. That's, That's Dragon Quest Builders 2. Did you play the first one? I didn't. But this one seemed like it was just a better version of the first one, essentially. Like, maybe there's no reason to play the first one if you get the second one, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, like, yeah. just, uh, it's just so... It's charming, right? Yeah, man. Like, seriously. It looks addictive as fuck. It oh, looks yeah. like all the good parts of Minecraft and, and all the fun parts of Dragon, the Dragon Quest world combined. And, like, yep. just... Holy shit. The that's, first one's a lot of fun, man. I never sure. finished it. Of course. Big surprise. But no, it's it, it's super cute, super charming, super fun. And I love the way that they do the crafting. And I, I assume it'll be the same for this. It, it looks deeper. But like, you know how in Minecraft it's like survive or go build things. Like with this, it's they give you like you need to build a thing for the people. So build the thing. And a bit of like, a questy mode. Yeah, then once you build yeah. that, they're like, okay, now the people need this, so go figure out how to build that. But so you still have just, some freedom in your building, exactly. though? Exactly. You That's still have some amazing. Freedom. It's just like it needs to be this tall and at least this wide. <sighs> and go for it. Deck it out how you want, though. Yeah. Dude, I'm so in. It's so fun. The thing is, though, I would I would be shit at this podcast if I got that game. <laughs> you could just tell us about where you are in the game, and we, we just rename it <laughs> DQ2, <laughs> formerly known as Polykill. Polykill. Yeah, it's fine. It, no, it looks cute as fuck. It, it is one of those games, though, that I, it was kind of like Civ Six. I was afraid to buy it because I was yeah. afraid of what it would do to the rest of my gaming time. Yeah, which is, nah, it's understandable. You got to know your addiction, man. For uh, sure. What do you think about Gods and Monsters? They showed it at uh, Squeenix, and I think, or was it Squeenix? They showed it at Nintendo uh-huh. and maybe Xbox. They showed it at two pressers. Yeah, honestly, I didn't get a good. It was look at Ubisoft this one. and Nintendo. Yeah, oh, this is the one that kind of looks like Assassin's Creed meets Breath of the Wild. Yes, and it's actually made by the Odyssey folk, I think. By the makers of yes, Odyssey, right. Odyssey, yeah. I, I didn't see anything but the one trailer. Mm-hmm. Was there more? No, that's it. But the the trailer was shown in both conferences, okay. which I thought was weird because yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. the only one that did that. Okay, uh, I'm interested. I'm very interested. Uh, I would. I want to know what the game is like. Yeah. Uh, but I am interested, and in I like the way the world looked. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm essentially the same. Bit, it just kind of struck you know. with me, or kind of stuck with me yeah. as a game that because um, you know a lot of these are known commodities, and that was sure. one that I was like, oh, it's original. No, no, yeah, neat. Unfortunately, that that name, it just. It feels generic. Gods and monsters. It just feels yeah. forgettable. It made me think of uh, Pray for the Gods, which mm. I don't know if you've seen anything about that. It was one of those crowdfunded games that got a lot of hype at the start, and then as they do, they go into development and everyone forgets about them. But it looks kind of like a 
Pray for the Gods is like a um, Shadow of the Colossus style game. Okay. And I'm wondering if this is going to be the same, you know? I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes good. out on February 25th of next year, so not too far away. Well, I will not say soon, but that's sooner than I expected. Yeah, I mean, Given anything, how much we've seen about it's it. It's within a year. I consider that soon yeah. these days. No, you know? no, that's fair. Um, what do you think of Luigi's Mansion and, and Gooigi? Oh, God, I love it. I love it. I mean, it, it does make me sad that Luigi just makes into no money about being afraid. You know, I kind of feel for him. I'm like, <laughs> Come on, man. But he's got the Poltergust G00. Oh, boy. It's so exciting. Dude, it, it looks cool. So and the the whole multiplayer aspect, mm-hmm. that's really cool. But, yeah. That's the thing I didn't know, really know it needed. And then when I saw that, I'm like, that makes so much sense. That's so much sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love the original. I never did get to play Dark Moon. Me neither. On the 3DS. I was kind of hoping that... That would come over. Kind of hoping know. that. Because, I mean, they've not really officially retired the 3DS, but, I mean, it's got to be getting close, right? Yeah, I mean... I can't imagine they're not like a remastered sun setting that thing would be great. I agree, but that's coming later this year. You never know. That might be a direct that announces, Oh, dark moon coming to switch. Who knows? Yeah. I'm really surprised they didn't give us a date on I that know, one. That one's a little, cause it's been, a, a been cooking around for a while and it just says late 2019. It's like that's soon guys. Yeah. I guess that's literally like you have less than six months now. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, that one looks, I, I mean, that's fun as hell. What about Ori and the will of the wisps? Wisps. You didn't play. You didn't finish the first one. I, I didn't started it, but this game looks so good. Look fucking good, dude. It looks really good. Yeah, man. It looks well, so it was good. So good. It looked hard as shit, but it, I mean, the first one was certainly hard. Right. It's not as hard if you remember to save. I think that was my big that's deal. Your gripe. But, uh, that's but uh, this game, I mean, just the visuals and and I don't remember the first one making you feel that small, and that one did a really good job. Like it's, maybe it was just showing boss fights. Could have been, but. Everything looked intimidating as hell, and um, yeah. and of course that game has got a bit of a, a heart jerking, tear jerking, right? You know, bit to Themes, it. So it's yeah. it's emotional and scary and beautiful. It's got all these things, man. Art it does a lot to you. It's art. That's what it is. There we go. Uh, that's that's February 11, uh, twenty twenty. Very cool. And um, day one game pass. Come on, babies. Yeah. Come on, babies. Yeah. Love and, that shit. Is that a, that's an Xbox exclusive? It is. Well. It's a do you think it, Microsoft exclusive because it'll be on PC? Because you know how you know how Nintendo and Microsoft have been kind of cuddling up a little bit lately. Oh, that'd be cool. I think. See, that's another one that I feel is like a really good Switch game. Mm. Personally, I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. That'd be great. Maybe you can play it on your phone with XCloud. Get out of here with that. I don't know. Move on. Yeah, um, one that I forgot to write down, but I am excited about the Outer Worlds. Okay. From uh, the old boys at Obsidian. That's basically. not Outer Wilds. That's a game that's already out. That is correct. The Outer Worlds is like the sci-fi version of Fallout. Oh. Essentially. Um, like corporations like own almost every planet kind of like vibe. And it's got like a really strong sense of humor. Uh, it's launching, I think, this October. And it's day one game pass. It just looks like a hoot. I'm very excited to play that one. Huh. Yeah, I didn't. I missed this that's, completely. I, that's what they kicked off the Xbox presser with. Was oh, while I was driving it. a car. Exactly. Oh, okay. And day one Game Pass. So yeah, that one. That yeah, that one's gonna be a lot of fun. That does sound neat, man. Yeah, it's, it almost has like a. I won't say a dark sense of humor, but not. Not dark, but a little goofy and mm. dark at the same time. Yeah. I like that. It's, I mean, it kind of like. Um, what's the name of that? Um, movie by uh, judge um idiocracy yeah not that level okay not that's that what i imagine when you said it's, it's a little more by corporations i just imagined yeah. everything being kind of it's a little more subtle than that okay but it looks it looks super fun mike judge mike judge okay um so a game that i wasn't really sure what press conference it came out in uh-huh 
I had the, I, but I heard about the game, mm-hmm. and so I had to kind of scrape to find the the trailer online, which is the Blair Witch game. Yeah, was that Xbox? I think it was on the Xbox. Okay, press is it exclusive? Or do you know anything about it? Boy, I don't know. Well, it comes out soon, sooner than, than I would thought. I would have heard about it by now that it comes out so soon. It comes out August thirtieth. Damn, that's yeah. very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's totally a game that I think me and Briz specifically would love. Right, since um, you guys gave up on Evil Within 2. With <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> unless you want in on this. But what, what strikes me about this game, and I realized when I was watching the trailer for it, and I could be completely wrong about mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm sure you are. how it's made, but it, it feels a little more open world for a horror game because it just kind of shows them kind of running willy-nilly through the woods, and it could be just a good facade for a linear game. Right. But... I got to thinking, even if this game isn't that, how crazy an open world scary game would be. Like, yeah. like if you're trapped in the wood, maybe your whole goal is to get out of these mysterious woods in, in the and game. Just and in you them. keep finding like random witches. homes and and witches oh, yeah. and yeah. basements and weird shit, and you can't get out. And you're trying to find clues or something. I don't know. I just think that'd be fucking sweet. I don't know of a game like that, but no, not either. But this game, I was like, is that like might this? Might have the potential for that. Because you think about Blitter Witch, the whole point is get out of the goddamn woods, right? But they can't. Right. Right. Yeah. So I just, I was wondering if it was like that. And if yeah, it is, I, I'm really... Like, there was very little gameplay showed, at least in terms of, like, context. You know, they did, like, quick cuts to, like, give you atmosphere and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was no, like... It's like a, a guy and his dog are going in the woods. Yeah. It's kind of the gist. Yeah, the dog runs off. He's like, wait, Scout, yeah. come back, or Scout, whatever the yeah, dog's good, name is. I think it was Scout. Was it? You have a really good memory, dude. No, no Scout's a dog name, man. It was a dog. That's good. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, one that interests me that I I just oh, man, I just I'm really fucking puzzled by, um, mainly because it's from uh, Tango who did Evil Within, uh, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Did you see this at the Bethesda one? At the Bethesda one. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded, I thought it was Death Stranding for a minute. Yeah. Like it has that kind of weird. We even had the guys going up in the air and in the background. I was yep. like, this is. It's like, it's like the rapture happens and then like this old ghost lady's walking around and then like this ninja just shoots like an EMP across the to- city of Tokyo or something. Yeah. Like it's all very disparate and yeah. I'm sure they'll tie it all together some way. But it looks super fucking cool. It, it looked like Japanese horror trope, the game. Yes. Like it had everything in it. I'm just be surprised if it doesn't have a girl walking towards you with her hair over her face. You never know. Um, but it is one of those that like it it showed me enough to make me curious. Yeah. But, you know, because of Evil Within, I am now very skeptical of a game like that. Sure. Where I'm like, is it going to make any sense? Or is it just yeah. going to be a bunch of, I mean, it could be a bunch of visual craziness, which sure. I think is cool. Yeah, that's fine. But I kind of like for my narrative, my game, if it's going to be as long as Evil Within is, to have some narrative hook that keeps me kind of wondering what's going on, as yeah. opposed to just confusing me for 20 hours. I get you. But it did look cool. I do agree it with you. It does look you. cool. Um, so, while we're kind of on a, a ghost train a little bit, yeah. Um, did you see anything? You probably didn't watch the PC one, right? I did not. Um, so, I just skipped through some of them by title. Some okay. of them I just kind of knew I wouldn't like. They just seemed like... You know, tried and true PC Star games. Search Stellaris, or I'm not into that. Yeah. But this was more of a first person kind of experience, okay. and I would be surprised if it was just trapped on PC. I could see it going consoles. Um, it's about to go into alpha. It's called Midnight Ghost Hunt. Okay, and the premise of this game, it looks, you know, imagine it gets thrown around a lot, but I guess it's because it wrote the formula for it. Imagine Left for Dead, but it's uh, ghosts versus ghost hunters. Oh, and you can as ghosts you can go and uh, become like a lamp or a chair, and as the ghost hunters are kind of running around, you can like team up on the guy and like 
you know, Ooh. hit him with the chair and all this other shit. Okay. Uh, turn into like, you know, so he might have like a knight statue. You can turn into that guy and actually become the knight and come at him. So it looked goofy. That sounds like something that you could expand on indefinitely too. I, yeah, right? it looked Just awesome. Just do a new house. It actually offended me that it hadn't been thought of already when I was watching. Uh, I'm like, how yeah. is well, how's this not a game <laughs> 10 years ago? Awesome. But yeah, I'd be surprised if that got stuck on PC because it seemed like it had a pretty wide appeal and it didn't need to be on PC. Right. To you know, it didn't need mouse sure. and keyboard to to be you know you didn't have to do that to be good at it. So, yeah. um, but it's alpha. So I mean, we're looking at probably a while from now before it's no doubt something like that. But it looked fucking great, and I don't even like multiplayer games. Everybody's breathing in the headset and complaining and shit and <laughs> signing off in the back room. You know, I can't hear anything. People can't hear me. But uh, that looked like a game I would bend over for to to be in uh, some multiplayer with. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, I think one of the bigger ones for me, and this is, again, a known commodity uh, at this point, but that's Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I am so jazzed for this. Like, it comes out on my birthday, which is super cool. Uh, <laughs> but I July 19th, everybody. Yeah, that's July 19th. But, um, no, I'm super stoked on it because I love that it's not tied to the cinematic universe at all. So they can kind of, they don't have to worry about all this character licensure across Fox and Sony and Marvel. It's like, it's the Marvel comic universe. So they can throw Wolverine in there with, you know, Deadpool and Spider-Man and Iron Man. You can make a team out of them or whatever. And, you know, it's kind of got that co-op thing going on that you can play with or you can solo it. You know, it's like an isometric beat em up it just looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, man. And it's perfect for Switch. Very excited to play this. And it didn't use, you know, any of the likenesses from the movie, I guess. Or right, yeah, it's not it's not yeah, tied to the movies at all. Yeah. Which it's is just comic books. Which is good. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm yeah, stupid excited for that one. That's cool, dude. Um how you feel about Borderlands three? Excited. Very excited. Of course, this wasn't a this isn't an E3 specific leak, right? But we got to see a little bit more of it, yep. and it looks fucking good, dude. It does. And again, this is another game like Gears, where I don't I don't normally like the multiplayer games, but having some experience in this world, I just like how dumb it is. It's so stupid. And that's fun. why I like it. Stupid fun. I like dumb games. If I'm going to be, in it, you know, <laughs> I don't right. know what it is, but you don't uh, take it too seriously. Right? I like a good dumb game. Yeah. And the characters are always funny as shit. There's yes. a there's that thing of claptrap. The thing, the mouse runs up. I think it was a mouse or some shit. It runs upstairs and he tries to chase it, but he gets to the stairs. He's like, ah, fuck, because he can't go upstairs. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, that's the shit I missed. Yeah. You know, that's the stuff that I almost forgot that I I loved about Borderlands. So seeing that yeah. in the trailer got me hyped again. So the gameplay looks smooth as it's shit. So soon too, yeah, man. September. Very excited. I mean, that's easily, you're dropping 100 hours in that game. Oh, yeah. Easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. I might, I might play it with you boys. I don't know. If we all get it, I'll, I might jump would. in there. I wish you would. Um, what about Empire of Sin? That was shown in Nintendo. Yeah, this, you, you, you care about this? I don't think you I don't give ca- a shit about this. You don't care about this? I don't think I do. Um, I liked, you know, it's, it's XCOM Gangsters. Is it XCOM, though? I mean, it's, it looks more like it's tactical, cover-based, uh, top-down. To me, it almost looked like more like I don't know, Football Manager Mafia Edition. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is that. I don't know. <laughs> Just based on what yeah. I could see, it looked okay. like you're trying to get to cover. I mean, and, I mean, if it is like an XCOM style, like SRPG. If I'm completely wrong, sure. I'll be very disappointed because what I saw, I was like, this fucking looks great. The guys are wearing the, their 1920s mafia hats, and they got their machine guns and all that shit. So it looked cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, if 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 it's not that, I will be sad. But I hope you're not sad. If it's if it's what I think it is, yeah. it'll be a fun time. Uh, so a big one, uh, not a big one, but one that I am I'm pretty excited for. 
Uh, it comes out in September. Again, something that I've known about and we've all known about if we're paying attention is Dragon Quest XI uh, S, the S edition coming to Switch. What does S mean? What is that all about? It's like the Super Edition or something. But basically, it's just to delineate it as the Switch release, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the PS4 edition will get the S updates, but it'll still be not S version, if that makes sense. It, it doesn't. I, I barely followed any of that, though. It could have been... <laughs> okay. you can, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I just... I love, like the Dragon Quest um, style of game. You know, I, I, I think I may have made the comparison, and I know others have, that you know, Dragon Quest is massive in Japan. Just stupid, yeah. stupid massive in Japan. Amen. Uh, and it's like... It's sort of like... It's only other peer, really, is Final Fantasy. And along their long and storied history, Final Fantasy has taken a lot of risks... Some wins, some losses, but like Dragon Quest has not really changed anything. They've just sort of like this is the way we make our games. This is the com- you know, this is the battle style. This is the this music is, track. This is the music. <laughs> That's not going to change. Um, yeah, and I like the character designs, the battle, and um, you know, this on Switch is is perfect. That's what I've been waiting for. So that's great, dude. Yeah. I, I there was a lot of Dragon Quest this E three. I know, and, and that music just everywhere. makes me just every single time it came on. Oh, and so again, the you know I, I played eight. I probably finished it a little over a year ago, and that really got me in on the modern versions of it. You know, sure. like the modern ideations of the characters because I've been playing the NES shit, and it doesn't look anything like that now. No. But uh, I Did mean, you a lot see of the, the slime controller. No. The Switch slime controller? No. So you know the slimes, you know, obviously the, yeah, yeah, the adorable yeah, yeah. slimes? Well, the, there, there's one that's literally a slime. Like, it's about the size of a controller. But it looks like a slime. But if you turn it over, it's a full-fledged controller. So you play what? with the slime. I know. I'm just like, that's Why? So cool. That's awesome. I know. Just bring that over here to me. You know, it's, I think it's oh, a it's Japan stuck in Japan? But God shit, I might import that. Seriously. We've talked about going to Japan. Let's talk we about that. Might, we might just only talk about it. <laughs> let's, it's a, just, let's just talk about it and import shit. It's, it's probably not cheaper. a cheap trip, but <laughs> we, we could continue to talk about it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I don't know which one to do next. I guess I'll do this one because I think it's a little more me than you. Legend of Zelda mm. Link's Awakening, the mm-hmm. remake of the Game Boy game, which I've actually never finished. Dick. I've started it many times as a kid. I lost the game for a long time on the bus, I think, as a kid. Yep. And then it burned me, and I didn't want to even look at the game again because I felt so stupid for losing it on the bus. My mom said I was dumb for taking it anyway, you know. <laughs> and uh, I haven't haven't put in the time to, to play it or beat it. Um, I would like to beat the classic version, but goddamn if this Switch looks so good, man. reimagination isn't perfect. And the thing that bothers me right now, Jake, Go on. is a lot of people of my ilk, retro folk, yeah. you know, that are really tied to the past – shit on things like this oh, the, and i'm like why the fuck would it not? does not negate the past man first of all it doesn't it, it, it's it does embracing the shit yeah. out of the past for one thing it does not yeah do those, those, those games are still there and if anything yeah. it, it's doing those games a huge favor for this generation right. they're getting to see what we it's like a, as a restoration right essentially it is it's like saying no you should play, you should drive the original model t no you shouldn't it's probably falling apart in a piece of shit i mean you should play the restored version honest to god like i I've, i that. wanted i want every game that i love to be treated with care and love and yeah reimagined in some way like i'm not as tied to this game but if it were the original legend of zelda treated like this sure i would have fucking lost my mind you would have i'm i'm, I'm gonna do that they're working their way to that you know that right i hope so like they're gonna do that but i'm i'm ex- i'm fairly excited about this yeah. i would have fucking shat rigid blood <laughs> If if it, I don't know what that means. I would have. <laughs> it would have been an emergency if I'd yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah. But this 
I mean, this is still fucking cool. And like, you get yeah. to see like the the colors and and everything. And it was like very one for one. And they have like introduced like a dungeon maker right. and things like that. It's fucking awesome. It looks awesome. So it, I it mean, reminded me a lot of what was that 3ds game? Link between worlds. Link between worlds. Yeah, yeah. yeah kind of how they did that. Yeah, you're right. And uh, know, uh, the other point I was going to make is like. Um, you know, I think now when I when I play games, especially when I look at Nintendo games, and Nintendo franchises, I I think about things that my daughter might one time enjoy oh, by yeah. herself or with me. And I'm like, how awesome is it that you know she would ne- she's never going to pick up a Game Boy and enjoy it for any amount of time. That's going to be it's not going to as soon as she sets eyes on what my phone can do. Exactly, she's never going to go near. So this is a great opportunity. She'll she'll actually get to play and enjoy what I would have enjoyed as a kid if I hadn't lost it on the fucking school bus. Idiot. All right, let's get your other one out of the way because I think we want to close on this big one. Yeah, we probably do. Uh, one that I am just super stoked about. Like I retweeted it on Twitter. I was very excited. No one else gave a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see anyone else talk about it. I think I got three likes about it, and it was like my most emphatic tweet probably of all time. Yeah, well, it, and it's also to you when you when you have a tweet like that, and the, you look at three people that like no disrespect to the three people that like it, but you're like you like everything I tweet. Well, like you don't yeah. even res- you don't even right. take pride in that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch, the remastered edition coming to PC, PS4, and most importantly, the old switcheroos. Was that a was that from PS3 era? Am I it wrong? Was PS3 okay. era. See, I got this game. Like one of the main reasons I got a PS3 was to play this game. I got the PS3, got the game, enjoying it, loving the. You got a PS3 system, for this game, basically. Okay. I mean, it was one of those things. Where it was like, if I get that, I can play that. This game. This is your deal. This is my deal. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyway. I got the, uh, so like, you know, Xbox 360 had a Red Ring of Death. Mm. PS3 had Wylod, the yellow light of death. Right. I got that before I could finish the game. Um, so I never got to finish Nino Kimi, Wrath oh, of the Witch, all these years. Um, no extracting that hard drive, no memory card. It's I just locked in. There's no memory. Yeah, you yeah, just locked just, in there. It's like stuck forever. Fucking, I'm mad now. Uh, but yeah, the new one, man. Oh, man, I'm so excited. I, I mean, genuinely, this is. So how far did you get into it? I mean, I was probably 20 hours in. So this is essentially you're going to be restarting 20 yes. hours. But I mean, that was like eight years ago. I know. I'm just trying to. Th- I'm just trying to make a point that you know sometimes it helps that time has passed and like because the same thing happened. Like if you had gotten a PS3 again, you would have wanted to start over, like immediately. It, yes. So th- yeah, I would have been a little bummed. Like I think about my Dark Cloud 2 fiasco when my right. nephew saved over my 60 hour save. Um. You know, getting a new PS2 and getting to play that game again immediately, I would have never done it. Right. It was too burned. It was too soon, right? You're right. So now you got you got all this time. You're ready to play it. You're ready to get back in. Ready to beat it. <sighs> so excited. The battle system in the game is just... It's I another it so RPG much. you'll never finish? It's got that Studio Ghibli cutscenes, man. Ugh. I hear you making excuses for why you might beat it, but Dude, I, I'm here I telling just, you you probably I, won't. it's on the Switch? Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing you, but I don't... I just want this so bad. I can't wait for it. If you I hope it's it, not 60 bucks. If it's 60 bucks, I'll still pay it, but I want it to be like If you 40. beat it, I'll give you an Olive Garden yeah. gift card. Olive Garden gift card. <laughs> right down right. there to Olive Garden downtown. All right. All right. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. The big one, right? The yeah, coming one. out April 16, 2020. The best thing about this was that I completely forgot I pre-ordered this game like nine years ago. Yeah, me too. And I got an email. <laughs> it's like, I guess during the press conference when I was Somebody like... Somebody on Amazon flipping switches. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I was busy doing something completely different. And I got an email on my phone. It was like, hey, your pre-order has been, you know, status of your pre-order has been changed. And I was like, right. what? I was like, limited run? What's going on? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this. That's crazy. It's yeah. got a date. And I 
I don't know. For some reason, I kept thinking this game was going to be so much further in the future than well, it is. Well, I mean, I, I'm trying to think. I thought and, it was going to come out in 2077. Yeah, I thought it was going to have to wait until I was uh, 98 years old to play this <laughs> fucking game. Um, I think this game has been in development for a very long time. It has to be. I mean, I want to say seven years. I would say that those fucking trailers have been in development for five years. Even they look good. It looks so good. I think the, um, you know, it, it's CD Projekt Red, and I trust them. Right, I trust that you should, they because you finished all their games. But no, but I'm saying like, <laughs> I know they're good. I know they're quality. No, they're good. They're I've good. Played them enough. Hey, as as someone who's finished Witcher three, they're pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They're pretty good. Uh, but yeah, and then we get you know the, this is this is a love and hate thing. I am not torn. I'm kind of fence straddling here. I don't love it when actors are in my games. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I don't like even games. if I love the fucking actor. Right. Like it just it breaks the immersion for me. It a does bit. a little bit, right? Just a little bit, but... Especially nowadays, because they're so goddamn good at it. Right. Like, back in the day, you could make it look like a little bit like Jack Bauer or whatever, or Kiefer Sutherland in a game, and you could kind of be like, eh, it's it's polygons, you know, it's not a big deal. But now, like, that's Keanu goddamn Reeves. It's Keanu Reeves. And every time I look at him, I want to be, like, you know, in love with him and be like, John Wick, do something special (laughs) or something. But his name is Johnny Silverhand. I mean, what a fucking cool name is that? That's pretty cool. That's almost as cool as this kid I had psychology with in uh, undergrad whose name was Johnny Flame. That was his God-given. That's, that's and he wore a leather jacket every day to school. <laughs> what a stud! I know, I know, <laughs> I know. In a psychology department, which was like nine nine to ten nine ninety to ten female sure, to male sure, ratio. Yeah. I mean, Killing I didn't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. But I am excited about this game. It looks like a fucking opus. I mean, the, it looks ridiculous. Yeah. Now, no game. A little bit of walking around, maybe. We've seen gameplay before, though. Yeah, I we, mean, it was like okay. alpha, but like right. on some random Wednesday and like last October, they're like, "Hey guys, we're oh, going to do a right. four-hour stream." That's right. Yeah, and that gameplay. was so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could like shoot through the walls and shit. Right, right. I remember now. Yeah, I mean, fuck, looks right. great. Sounds great. Looks great. The thematically cool, crazy as fuck. Very cool. Very. What was the name of that movie? Um, Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, or the Matrix. Nah, the fucking Blade Runner. A little bit. Sure. Vibes, sure. I like it. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it because I um, I don't understand it. I mean, it's just so unpredictable. Everything that happens, I'm like, oh, didn't know that was going. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is that? Oh, he's wearing a what? That he's made a who? Yeah, they got a what in him? Right, exactly. And I'm hoping is woo huh? <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. And, and I'm hoping like when you play the game, obviously it'll ground a lot of that, and you'll get to make sense of the world and be like, oh, this isn't so bad. I to still understand. want to be surprised though. I still want people to be pulling shit out of weird places and like, I don't know how they're doing this. Yeah, but I don't want it to be so. Un- I don't want it to be like Evil Within, where I'm like, what the fuck. <laughs> And That's they'll fair. probably start using runes at some point and completely lose me. <laughs> nah, that there was happen. runes in Wild Arms that they almost turned it off. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. They was like, you just found the wind rune. And I was like, well, that's fucking it then. I guess we're done here. But it turns out wind rune's pretty cool. No. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's it, man. Cyberpunk 2077, 416, 2020. So 420, blaze it. Um, a lot of these games coming out, like what I would consider relatively soon for E3 games, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like within a year, which yeah. is great. And some people may notice the omission of the Avengers game. I'm a big, big wait and see for me. Yeah, big wait and see. Also, we didn't talk about Youngblood. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. I'm, I'm iffy on this. It, it, they're releasing it at thirty bucks and it's co-op. Yeah, I'm a little worried about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I it wasn't high on my list no. for sure. No. But I was, I mean, I was interested because it's Wolfenstein. Right. But yeah. I was like, I'll probably end up playing this once it's like a four dollars. Yeah, or game, game pass or games with gold or game pass yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. Um, 
The other one that I think I didn't mention that I still I'm excited for, but they didn't really show anything new for, which is fine, is Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's out July 26th. Still pretty soon. Uh, but, you know, I bought in, already pre-ordered. It's good. Really? Yeah, I pre-ordered that shit like... I think your, I pre-ordered 2077. <laughs> that's your pet franchise. You've beaten what all of those now? Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Busting your balls. All right. Well, we ran through all of our highlights for me three. Yeah. Hopefully, we're only beating a marginally dead horse at this point. But yeah, it's fine. I think we moved through them quick. It's all positive too. People that's like what that. I like. It's what we're looking forward to. What we're excited about. Yeah. Everyone has the stuff they're excited about. This is our stuff. Yep. Um, and the thing that honestly, the one okay. So let's let's close out here. Okay. Of all the games that we talked about, what are you most yeah. excited about? The most excited about. I mean, is it, it, an easy answer is Cyberpunk because it's fucking crazy and we don't know what's going uh, on. My, now my my, but it might not be that. My answer is Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch. Uh, I was going to say an answer could be because it's relatively soon or or some other. Yeah. Number now of this reasons. is uh, Nino Kuni Remaster is 2019. There's no hard date, but it mm-hmm. is this year. So I know within six months I'm going to be playing this game. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Unless it's delayed. But yeah, that that's honestly my biggest hype for things because mainly it's just unexpected. I was hoping for it for a very long time. And I was just like, man, they released New No Kuni 2 and on PS4, but they didn't remaster the other one. It may, I mean, everyone else is remastering games. Why aren't you doing it too? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just unexpected and super just caught me off guard. So I think that had the most impact. Everything else was kind of a, I expected, but this was just left field. And I'm like, fuck yeah. One that I'm probably most excited about is that Link's Awakening game yeah. coming out it's coming out in september it looks fucking great it's fucking great um but one that i can't stop thinking about because it was mm-hmm. such an unknown commodity before mm-hmm. the c3 that's the blair witch game i just there's yeah. a lot i don't know about it and i think if it's if it's decent i, I could mean, see you bloober team is that what they're called Gloober team Bloober you know team? it's a good i didn't even look to see but it's the people who did layers of fear and observer oh really yeah it's so a good pedigree yeah yeah okay yeah i'm excited about it i mean the trailer looks fucking good everything looks creepy as hell I'm going to need either you or Brian there to hold my hand. Yeah, we'll That's the only there. thing I need. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, that does it for this episode of the Polykill Podcast. Once again, come out to Limerick, Pennsylvania, right there beside Philadelphia. Hampton Inn, we think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a Hampton Inn. <laughs> Just go knocking on a hotel banquet halls until you find us there. Around uh, 2.30 p.m. we'll be going live at uh, C3. Yeah, it's right. going to be a good time. So come out. And see us. And if you're at too many games, please holler at us. We'd like to we'll talk and meet anybody. We want to see everybody that's there, yeah. even if you're not associated with the Cartridge Club. I know a lot, it's a big event. A lot of people's going to be there. If you got a plate full of boiled peanuts and cigarette ash, even better. <laughs> even even <laughs> worse, honestly, yeah. but better in a way. Okay, everybody. Well, that does it for this episode. Uh, I'm at Trav Plays Games. I am at the McAxel. And together we were at Polykill, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.